When I came here for something funky to happen. Is this Christmas? Because everybody's podcasting. Welcome to the random podcast, as usual. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever the fuck it is. It's time for another episode. Now, normally, you know, people are like, oh shit, he just fucking rants about work, his life, blah blah blah. But today, today is a special day. Today I'm actually going to talk about something interesting. So with that being said, let's get down to it. So, a lot of people in this generation, uh, it's a, I want to say hookup culture. Yeah, that's what I want to say. It's a, it's a hookup culture. It's a hookup culture, and by when I mean hookup culture, I mean a lot of times people are actually, uh, instead of going to traditional relationships where, you know, you meet someone, you, you spark an interest, you talk to them for a bit, you know, uh, one of you guys get the courage to, and I say guys in a, a, a loose t- sense, it's more of a, a ambigu- ambiguous term, such as dude or dude at, well, okay, dude and dude is kind of masculine feminine, uh, no, the surface term of dude, where everyone's a dude, you're a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, we're all dudes, hey, um, but at the same time, going back, it's, one of them musters a, the courage to ask each other a date, the date's usually, you know, you got, y'all hang out, um, go out, have fun, you know, just, you know, show something that, you know, this is a little bit peak of my world. We go out, we have fun, we walk around, we talk about things, and it, it becomes a little bit of a, it becomes interesting because, uh, from there, you know, you both go on several dates, and then eventually it becomes like a question of, is, is it monogamous? Is it, like, exclusive? Are you guys exclusive? And let me focus on that term for a second, exclusive. When I say exclusive, that means they're not talking to anyone else in the same realm. And by realm, I mean, like, in the same aspect of, you know, getting to know them, not as more, not as just a friend, but more than a friend. Like, you know, the beginnings of a relationship, the kindlings of a relationship. And from there, it's it's expanded on, and then after, you know, a couple dates, I mean, I want to say, like, on average, maybe five, six dates, uh, back then, I mean, now it's kind of, like, sooner, maybe first or second date, but, you know, eventually, like, the, that famous movie, well, not really famous, but, like, eventually it'd be, like, after a date, you know, the person would be like, well, you know, I really enjoyed hanging out with you. If you don't have anything to do tomorrow, would you mind, you know, coming inside or just like coming to see my place? And that's when you introduce the person to your your inner your inner sanctum, your your place to live. Now, it's generally speaking, it's like that's more like you know your most intimate space. A lot of people think, well, I have to have my house completely clean. Now. If you have, like, piles of tr- garbage everywhere, yeah, no, that's that's not okay. But if you have, like, your room messy, like, you know, you, a lot of people live a, a busy life. A lot of times, you know, you spend your days off cleaning. Uh, with that being said, it's, it's normal if, like, you know, your bed's messy, um, you have all your dirty clothes piled up in a, a hamper or a pile in an out-of-place place, you know, all your clean clothes are just, like, sitting on either a chair or your bed, because you wash your bed sheets, and 
you know, it, it shows you who you are. If your room is like absolutely spotless, everything's organized, then, you know, it could be daunting because if the other person isn't like that, then they start to have doubts and have, uh, how do I say it? They start to have like, oh, well, this person's perfect. And they start, you know, slowly putting that other person on a pedestal. Now, I'm going to get back to that in a moment, but once it goes to the inner saint, once you invite them over, you know, you talk to them, you know, you, 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 brew them a cup of tea. Well, in my case, I brew them a cup of tea. You might have coffee, you might have juice, you know, you might offer water, you might offer, like, you know, the worst thing you can do is offer alcohol. Because alcohol isn't really just, alcohol isn't a accurate, how do I say it, measure, per se. It's not. Uh, with that being said, uh, it, it's not a good thing to have a conversation over, because one, a lot of things can be taken advantage of and whatnot. But going on further, we're starting to see, you know, who they are. Like, by now, you guys had constant conversations. You text each other on your spare time. You start, you know, you start looking at your phone, seeing a text from them, and, like, your face brightens up, and, you know, everything seems good. And then it goes to a sort of dull that, that awkward pause in the conversation. The awkward pause usually leads to, you know, the first kiss, or, you know, you just... Or you just, you know, just kind of awkwardly look away, and, like, you both are embarrassed, and, you know, usually the conversation of, like, you know, if, you know, things haven't progressed far enough... You know, it, it comes to the point where, you know, they're like, well, maybe I should head home. And then maybe if the other person has the courage, they'd be like, well, you can stay the night if you want. I have extra towel. Oh, yeah. One thing I always, I always advise people, always have guest stuff. Like, you know, if you have a guest futon, you know, if, if you have a fold-out couch, if you have like a you know, inflatable bed. I always suggest having a day bed. A day bed is always a great choice. Have, like, spare sheets that are nice, clean, stored away. Have, like, an extra toothbrush, an uh, extra, like, set of, like, toothpaste, a thing of mouthwash. Like, I always, I always generally see, like, if my friends are coming over and they, they're staying the night from a different city, and they live in a different city, generally speaking, like, having extra towel, having extra, like, toiletries is always great, you know? And it's, it shows, like, you know, you're, you're hospital. Hospitable. I think that's the word. Yeah, hospitable. And it, it, it shows you as a care, like, as a person, like, oh, well, you know, if I have guests over, you know, I, I take care, I love them, I'm a good host. And with that being said, you, you know, that, that awkward, well, you can spend the night, and they're like, oh, well, you know, that question of, wait, are they just, like, asking to sleep with me, or blah, blah, blah. But, like, no, I have a guest bed, and like, I have guest sheets. And if the other person's more entitled or not entitled, more mm, adventurous, let's say, they would say, hey, uh, well, you know, I could always, you know, share the bed with you. And this is the one thing I want to stress, and I, I, I can't stress enough. If someone, inv- in, in, well, if someone volunteers to sleep with you in the same bed, it doesn't, os- it doesn't necessarily mean that they want to have sex with you. 
it means that, you know, they're open to cuddling. And if things lead there, just don't push it. If they lead on, then let them lead. But it's... You don't know this person. This isn't your significant other. You're getting to know them. And it's that's kind of how things are. And a lot of people may think, well, what does this have to do with hookup culture? Now, what I just described to you is like a general date from like a way long time ago. I want to say like over 20 years ago. I want to say hookup culture became prevalent in the 2000s around the time an uprising of Craigslist. Craigslist contributed to hookup culture because it made it so casual encounters or one-night stands became the thing of the norm. Because, you know, going to the bar, getting a few drinks, sitting by yourself, getting this attractive woman coming up to you and talking to you, and you guys hit it off, and then, like, you guys, in a drunken fit, make out, and then go towards, you know, her, your place. I always say go to her place. Because you don't want people to know where you live. But then the flip side goes to, you know, but then, you know, I'm just saying. But, uh, <laughs> it may not make sense, but, like, I used to, I used to get into bars when I was, like, 18. And I know teen drinking is very, ba- very bad, but it's not even the fact that a fake ID is just I knew the owners. And I'm not going to say where it is, because then people like, report that bar, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, nah, that was that was then and there. This is here now. I knew they are my ways now. Back then, I didn't. Now, that being said, um, I have to say, it's, with the advent of Craigslist, in the hookup culture, it it really it really evolved because it's it became acceptable. It became thing, and then that that splashed over to dating because a lot of people are like, "Well, why should I go through all this work to get to know someone with the promise when I want instant gratification now? I want to hook up now. There's no there's no possible like I I rather have like a definite a chance of being hooked up, and then versus like the weapon things don't work out, weapon things don't go fine. And with that being said, uh, it's it's really interesting because it's uh, it it changed it it changed it changed the game. As we like to say, uh, I know a lot of people are like, "Well, don't hate the game, hate, don't hate the player, hate the game." Well, the thing is, the players made the game. So, in that case, you can hate the players because they made it okay to not, to base a relationship on, you know, just casual sex. Sex isn't everything in a relationship. And I I stress this enough, and I know um, one of my ex's friends, I guess, I remember her current husband, uh, when she just barely started dating him, she was like, well, he's really bad at sex, I you know, I don't know what to do, I kind of want to leave him, because he sucks at sex, and I laugh, and I remember my ex handed me the phone, because they wanted my advice, and I was like, I looked at, I looked at my ex, and I looked at the phone, and I was like, hey, um, real shit though, uh, do you hear what you're saying? And she looked, and she like, there was a pause on the phone, and they're like, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? You're telling me that you found a guy, found interest in him, went on a couple dates, you know, and you finally have sex, even though you're, like, 
you find him really interesting and whatnot, and you find out he's bad at sex. Do you know that sex is a skill? Do you know that you can learn? Do you understand that people are different? Things that you may like in sex isn't necessarily the same thing as, let's say, my ex likes in sex. You guys have different tastes and you like different approach. Everyone has a different cup of tea. You might like Earl Grey. I might like chamomile. I might like sleepy time. Like there's there's different there's different strokes for different folks basically. Um, and and she's like, well, I guess, but what do you mean? Like that? What do you, you mean he can get better? I'm like, let me ask you something. When you first had sex, were you like just? Did you know what to do? Did you just, like, instantly, like, boom, I know exactly what to do. I like it like this, up this, like this, bent over like this? Yes. No, you did It was awkward. You were fumbling around. And if you were a more experienced person, you know, they went through the same thing. So they're patient because they know what it was like. Now, with that being said, how can you judge someone for not really knowing when you were like that too when you first started and they're like oh well and i'm like just give them a chance like teach them what you like be vocal communicate you know because it's about both of your experiences versus just one person's experience and with that being said uh going back to hookup culture uh this fact is is oddly forgotten. Uh, a lot of times, people are like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then they file it. You know, you hit it off. You know, he talks a smooth game, but then he doesn't perform well in bed because he's nervous because, you know, there's there's a variety of reasons. The girl could be nervous, too. It, it's, it's, it's a two-way road. It's a very two-way road because the thing is, like, speaking from someone like myself, where I don't, unless I have an emotional connection, I don't really find, uh, how do I say it? interest in sex. I mean, yeah, I can find someone attractive, yeah, whatever, but at the same time, like, it's not something that's my cup of tea. Like, if I'm, unless I'm emotionally, like, unless I feel emotional connection and it's a mutual emotional connection, there's, there won't be any chemistry whatsoever. There won't be any spark. Now, uh... Sometimes I, I I can't say there are exceptions to this rule. There's no there's no definite. But at the same time, uh, it it's how do I say this? How do I say this in a, a common sense way? <sighs> they people who forgot that it takes accumulation to get used to a different person's style or taste in bed usually ends up what we call ghosting. Now, ghosting is when okay, first off, let me let me let me make this disclaimer. If you ghost someone, right, it's completely and utterly immature and irresponsible because it's better off saying, "Hey, I don't really have an interest in you anymore." Um I thought there was some type of chemistry, and, you know, I got caught up in the moment, and I do apologize, but I think it'd be better if we either stayed friends, or, you know, just slowly ceased all communication. And this opens up, you know, a dialogue where it's like, okay, well, you know, both parties take a step back and reconsider, and you can think clearly instead of just being fucking 
swung up on a fucking, how do I say it, a hormonal fucking ride. Now, with that being said, uh, we're going back to the topic of ghosting. So, ghosting became prevalent in the dating culture, the hookup culture, because people would rather just drop the person and just move to the next person. And I know that it's popular in like song like popular pop songs nowadays, whatnot. It's it it's it's dumb because like ghosting creates a first off, it has a horrible effect on people. I mean a fucking horrible effect. It it completely and utterly just like it can hurt someone's self esteem if they're suffering with, like, emotional problems or, like, they came out of an abusive relationship and then they get ghosted, it's devastating. And, you know, it can lead to depression and it's... It's it's a horrible thing. Like, you wouldn't want to be ghosted if you came out of a three-year abusive relationship and you finally, you know, found someone you're like, oh, you know, not everyone's the same and they just get ghosted. And you're like, what the fuck? Because you haven't been part of the dating culture for a long time. And I'm not speaking about personal experience. You know, I, I don't think, I think I've only been ghosted a few times. And most of the time I'm just like, I'm really straightforward. I'm like, hey, if you're not interested, just say so. I, I, I could, you know, honestly care less. I mean, I thought you were interested, but if you're doing this, then, you know, obviously you're not the person that, you know, I was interested in the first place, so, and they're like, yeah, sorry, man, I'm like, nah, nah, not, you know, you don't have to say no more, because the thing is, like, unless I step forward and be like, hey, if you're not interested, just let me know, blah, blah, and then, because a lot of times, like, a lot of people think it's funny, like, oh, yeah, I left him on red, like, yeah, I I read the message, I acknowledged the message, but I didn't say anything back, take a few moments to say, hey, sorry, I'm not really interested anymore, does wonders, because it's like, okay, this person wasn't interested, they won't beat themselves up, they won't sit there and, they won't sit there and think, oh, it's it's their fault, they'll just move on, and, I mean, I know it's a byproduct of the whole hookup culture, and one of the things I do want to stress is, hookup culture has led to a majority of relationships just failing, and in this generation, or the quote-unquote millennial generation, it's it's basically polluted the whole perception of dating because, you know, a more traditional person who, you know, would rather get to know the person who's more uh, emotional, that's more, you know, willing to get to know the person is seen as, you know, uh, I don't fucking know, than a soy boy or whatever. Like, I, I don't fucking know. Like, fuck boys. Okay, so a fuck boy is, like, basically a fucking fashionista. In the male culture, they they worry about name brands, and whatnot. Soy boy is more of someone that's like emotional, more connected with their emotion, and they absolutely you know care for knowing things. And then, I mean, I'm gonna say this for a different topic, probably the next one, but real shit. Um, with that being said, right? There's a community called incels, which is involuntary celibates. Now, I'm not going to say shit about that until another video, but until then, uh, just wrapping up, don't ghost people. Just tell them you're not interested. It it doesn't take t- time. It, it, it's literally fucking text or phone call. Uh, hook a culture. It's stupid, uh, but that's how things are. Try to get to know someone, then have sex. If sex bad, they can always learn. Uh, know the person, not the 
the dick or vagina. Um, with that being said, this is the Random Podcast. This is Naughty Scarlet. And as usual, stay classy and don't fucking ghost people. <laughs>